Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Adjust Your Life podcast. I'm Dr. Patrick O'Brien, and I'm here with Dr. Tim Dooley. Together, we run Integrative Physical Medicine of Dayton, a place where wellness is top of mind. We are more than just chiropractors, though. We are committed to staying up to date with the latest health trends and are passionate about helping people feel their best. In this podcast, we'll break down wellness topics every episode and give you the tools you need to be the best you can be. Hey everyone, welcome to the Adjust Your Life podcast. I'm Dr. Tim Dooley. On today's episode, we'll be talking about supplementation. I'm here with Dr. Brian. How are you doing today, bud? Hello, doing just fine. All right. Are you excited to talk about this? Super pumped. Absolutely. <laughs> that sounds very enthusiastic. Absolutely. I'm always ready to talk about supplements, <laughs> definitely. Would you say this is one of the most common questions you get from a patient or not? I probably daily basis and it, it comes down to kind of what they're dealing with, honestly, whether it's information right. or whatnot. So. Right. And this, this, this topic and also what type of bed I should be sleeping, what type of pillow I should be sleeping Every on. Every day. Yep. So those are very common questions. Today, what um, we're going to talk about is supplementation, obviously. And we both put together our top five supplements that we should take. We've uh, not seen each other, so this will be interesting. Yeah, I have not seen your list, and you have not seen mine that I know of. <laughs> that um, I know. So, uh, you know, I did a little research on this, and uh, um, what I found was 75% of the American uh, public says they eat healthy. But in fact, a study done by Truven Health Analytics shows that 80% of Americans actually do not eat healthy enough. So where do you think the... The disregard here is where do you think the loss in, or the translation loss is here? You, th- you think we're eating enough, but maybe we're not. Yeah, I think the right a lot of people things. just don't want to maybe you know admit to what what they feel what they're eating is actually good or bad. I think that you know people are happy with the foods they eat. And I think a lot of it is just the, they don't know what to eat, right? They don't know the right foods to take, and if you don't eat the right foods, this just gets into the supplementation. You're not getting the right supplements, right? Right, right. And and exactly, you know, I don't take supplements full time, but I feel like I eat healthy 70, 75% of the time. And, you know, maybe I'm similar to the study. Maybe I don't eat well enough that much of the time. But when I know I'm not eating well, whether I'm traveling or dealing with kids or don't have the appropriate food in the house, I'll be on, I'll take my supplements for sure. What about you? You know, a lot of people think that I'll be really honest. You can get the adequate amount and proper amount of supplements on a daily basis if you have the right diet. There's that's the simplest way to go with mm-hmm. this. But I think that people think that supplements is such a big portion of it, and it's it's important, uh, especially when you're, um, you know, if you're if you're not able to get like you said around the right ones. But if you you know, if you're eating the right diet, you can influentially uh, improve your diet uh, and the supplementa- supplementation intake dramatically. But people, I think, put too much emphasis on how much the supplement, I guess, plays a role. Right. And it's always best to have the correct food in the house. That way you're not you know, cheating or eating things you shouldn't be eating in the first place. Yeah, and I think the, a good a good example as to why maybe supplementation would be important, I'm going to kind of go on my first one here, sure. um, is vitamin D. And uh, vitamin D, in my opinion, is the number one most important vitamin slash supplement that any person can take. Um, and the reason I think that this might be one that you may not get enough out of your diet would be, um, this is kind of commonly known as the sunshine vitamin, mm-hmm. which I think we know, but your body only takes so much of that in. And, um, there's a, from a latitude longitude standpoint, um, the latitude line going across the earth, there is a portion going through Northern Kentucky that if you live above that line, you are likely depleted, especially in the winter months of vitamin D. So it's very important to get 
supplementation up. So I personally take 5,000 IU's international units a day. Yeah, let's talk about the units. Uh, I believe the FDA unit is 400, correct? And it's still that way. Yeah, Um, if you look at the European models, they're like five times higher, which is crazy. Way different, which is truly remarkable. I don't know what the... What the deal is there, but yeah, two thousand to five thousand is pretty darn adequate, I think. Um, also, you know, folks don't think about when you go to the beach or when you're in the sun. You put that sunscreen on, and I believe most sunscreens inhibit the production of vitamin D three. Is that still the case? That absolutely is the case. Yeah. yeah, and it's you know, vitamin D. Even if you're out in the sun all day, you're not getting vitamin D the whole day. Your body does shut down how much it's going to absorb at a certain point. Um, but I think that thing people, they think, okay, the recommended daily allowance is the recommended allowance is 400 IUs. You're not going to overdo it by doing 5,000. Um, that it's just going to be extremely difficult. And that's because it's a fat soluble vitamin. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think people don't know, you know, what a fat, fat soluble vitamin is it, what your body takes in, what it does not use is then stored within the fat and it is used Mm -hmm. at a later time. Um, so that's a you know, benefit with vitamin D is you, you really can't ever have enough. Um, I don't even know if I've heard of someone having too much vitamin D before. Yeah, I don't think I've read any studies that show any any uh, toxicity from vitamin D. Yeah, and if you're all. interested in knowing your levels, like which we do in the office, um, normal vitamin D level is between 30 and 100. Um, so it's a big range. Um, very consistently when we do that blood test, people are in the lower 30s, upper 20s. So I usually tell people I like to see somewhere in the 50 to 60 range. I mean, you don't want to get too high. Then again, you don't want to have obviously too low because it's it has a lot of benefits. Um, nice. Which I think the biggest one people need to know is that vitamin D actually uh, affects the parathyroid hormone in, in the human body, which then if if you have too much of that happening down, it causes bone reabsorption. So it causes weakened bone matrix, meaning vitamin D is important for the healthier bones because it helps with pulling in the calcium and, and having the adequate amounts uh, of uh, the bone integrity, of avoiding osteoporosis and things like that. Yeah, and some other things too. It provides protection from uh, hypertension, psoriasis, even MS. Uh, rheumatoid arthritis, and uh, even shows some evidence of defense towards some cancers as well. So very important vitamin. I think we both had that as our number one. Yeah, um, right at the top. And I think we also didn't talk about immunity. Doesn't there's some good studies that show that vitamin D is actually as effective as vitamin C or yeah, more you know, effective? Yeah, vitamin C is, is water soluble, meaning you know you're you could you could take the whole bottle in. Your body's going to take what it needs, and you're going to excrete the rest. So vitamin C is obviously helping to. Um, not let diseases proliferate, but vitamin D is without question, and this is just not my opinion, but it's without question more important from an immunity standpoint than vitamin C is. I think it's just a misnomer that vitamin C is the go-to for a lot of these, uh, a lot of these types of uh, ailments. So, um, yeah, vitamin D, I think we, we both easily on agreement. I had no question whenever I was asked to come up with my top five. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Um, yeah, like I said, that's I number one also. Uh, number two, which is... Uh, more or less, nothing special about this one as far as, uh, um, as, as like vitamin D is, but a multivitamin. Um, try to get a multivitamin in, especially if you know you're not eating well. Um, you know, iron-free when possible. You know, the vitamins that, you know, if you have a iron deficiency, you want the, model, the multivitamin with the iron in it. If you do not, you want to get away from that because it's very, very easily absorbed and stored in the body. And uh, I know it's not not a healthy thing. What, what do you? What's yeah. your take on? Yeah, I mean, like, I think the thing is, is that vitamin 
or uh, the multivitamin itself is what I always tell people. It's kind of the exact same uh, effect to a probiotic, and that is you're going to get what you pay for. So some of these, I mean, you go to Walmart, you can buy a multivitamin for six bucks, and great. But your the absorption rate on that is going to be completely different than what you're actually going to like maybe a health food store and spending maybe thirty forty bucks on it, which is you know you can't put a price tag on your health. Um, and we have, we provide these vitamins in the office, and they're pharmaceutical grade, correct? Yeah, Most definitely. Time, and, and yeah. you know, the stuff we bring here obviously is going to be the, the things that we take. Um, so, and, and you got to go. You got to have a belief in what you're you're selling. And you know, I don't sure. do it just to sell to patients. I do it because I believe in it. And you know, like in getting into like kind of reasoning why is some of these have different coatings on them. Uh, so, what happens is, for example, you want a you want a supplement that has essentially an enteric coating. Uh, enteric coatings allow you allow that particular supplement to survive the um, kind of like the 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 surroundings, the environment of the stomach so that the stomach acid doesn't essentially destroy it before it even gets into your small intestine. So you want to, you want something that has an enteric coating that allows it to at least get into the small intestine, uh, as opposed to some of these things that don't have that and they don't even ever make it there. Therefore you don't absorb it, mm-hmm. which I think a lot of people don't, really don't understand. Same thing goes for that probiotic. Like I said, very important to have, you get what you pay for, for sure. So, okay. All right. What's your number two? Uh, so my number two, uh, gets into like fish oils, yeah. um, and fish oil, it's, it's pretty broad term, but let's break down. Fish oil essentially has three aspects to it. You're going to have the omega threes. I think we've heard of omega sixes and omega nines. Um, these are, uh, very important and just the kind of the formulation of a lot of the cells within the body, but it's under, it's very important to understand that omega threes and omega sixes have an anti-inflammatory effect. Omega nine does have a pro-inflammatory effect, but you still do need it. You just need it at the right ratio. Mm-hmm. So if you were just taking omega nines, that's I would not advise that. And they say that well, they don't say they know that most Americans are the opposite. We have a higher ratio of six to three omegas as opposed to three to six the way it should be. You yep. know, omega C omega six rich foods include you know your grain fed chickens, your grain fed beef, your grains, your corn chips, potato chips. Uh, basically, everything we eat on a regular basis are all omega six filled. Uh, the yeah. omega three filled. Um, food sources generally come from vegetables, grass-fed meat, wild game, chia seeds, flax seeds, potatoes, all these sort of things there. So that that's the number one reason to take this fish oil. You know, it should be taken about a 1,200 milligram soft gel. Uh, you may have trouble finding the right one because some folks struggle with, uh, I believe, burping. Yeah, and, and it can have almost like a, like a fishy type. Mm-hmm. scent or taste to it which i personally have never experienced but then again you know again what you Everybody's get what you pay different. for yeah you, you get what you pay ones. for but like omega-3 you know that is probably in my opinion probably one of the most important things in that like he touched on because the number one thing it serves is it's a major anti-inflammatory um and you know with with the more bacteria building up in, the, in a human body uh the more likely inflammation is to exist and more likely i mean it, it, a lot of disease processes are are going to exist so omega-3 is not going to help you just both internally it's going to help you externally it can help with generalized muscle pain it can help with you know chronic headaches it could help with you know what joint issues just to a degree so mm-hmm. there's a lot of benefits with that you just obviously the inflammation in the human body is not um at all what anyone strives for so we want to kind of get away from that yeah that's a possible. good one that's a good one um uh, my number two was uh coq10 is that on your list at CoQ10 all? CoQ10 is not on here, but I do. Uh, I, I got a point to make on CoQ10 that a lot of I think a lot of people don't know about. Yeah. But I'll let you kind of go into your well, side of it first. That's the most questions I get about my patients, and I don't really. I th- the reason why, obviously, is the expense of it. Why is CoQ10 so much more expensive than any other ones? Even at any store you go to, everyone always 
complains about the price, and that just is what it is. I don't know if you had any intake on that. I CoQ10 in is is a very important supplement to take for um, what we'll call cellular repair, DNA repair. It's important for cardiac and smooth muscle repair. Um, I think the thing that you probably know, uh, I'm sure you do, but a lot of people don't know, is there's so I would say the number one prescribed medication. This is just my opinion. Has got to be some form of a statin drug. Statin, statin drug is is a thing that's going to help with um, different aspects to your cholesterol. So when you take a statin drug, if you want to look at this at the molecular level, a statin drug also blocks the body's ability to produce or, and frankly, absorb CoQ10. CoQ10 stands for coenzyme Q10, and what that does is it then starts to degrade the effects of the heart, of your heart health, uh, cardiac tissue. So if you are on a statin drug. You must be taking coenzyme Q10 because you are not getting it at this time. And it's it's very important because too many people take that statin drugs. So. Yeah, and if you also have the common side effects from statin therapy, such as fatigue, aching joints, aching muscles. We get a lot of folks in here on statin drugs with aching shoulders. And there's nothing clinically wrong with the shoulder. However, they just started a statin drug a couple of weeks ago. So we always advise going back to your... Um, uh, physician who prescribed it for you and talk to them about it specifically. Um, yeah, I've, I've had numerous family members who are on it just mm-hmm. in passing at a family function, and I, I have brought up CoQ10 once they maybe talk about a medication they're on, and and everyone seems to be very surprised by the outcome as far as what it does. It's just uh, I don't know if family doctors are properly educating these individuals um, or what that may be, but obviously this is very important so you don't fix one problem, cause another problem kind mm-hmm. of thing. So Yeah, and it will also help uh, lower blood sugar, lower blood pressure, and uh, you should take about 200 milligrams uh, when uh, when you're taking it. Yep. Um, number three for you. Yeah. Number three, I think is, uh, it's kind of encompasses a lot of different things. Um, that would be, I, I say a B complex, vitamin B, um, B vitamins are very important. You can get those in a lot of things. You find these in a lot of these energy drinks, you know, you can, you see people get vitamin B injections. Um, there's multiple aspects to how they work. Uh, I think the, 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 the way I can really give a good analogy on how that works is B vitamins only work and provide you with the benefits as far as energy goes uh, with if there is food within your system. So if you ate food, it's in your stomach, your body then converts that food into energy. B vitamins are what make you convert that food into energy at the most effective rate. So if if you are, have a B, B vitamin complex that you're taking, and that whether that be you know B12 or B6, or you're just taking a complex that includes all of them, this is going to kind of give you, if you're looking for a boost in your energy, it's going to allow you to convert the food appropriately so that there's no waste uh, within the nutrients in those foods. You recommend taking uh, more than... The allotted allowance of vitamin B. I think with with vitamin B, uh, there's a lot of aspects with that. For example, like individuals that have like anemia or pernicious anemia, or you know, as they get older, you're going to want more of one B than another mm-hmm. one. So specific, like B12, is probably, I would say, it's probably the most important. That's called called cobalamin. That's probably the most important of the B vitamins specifically. Um, so at that point, I would always start with the the RDA, the recommended daily allowance for vitamin B specifically. My opinion. Uh, and then just see how you react over the next two weeks. And if it's not, if you're getting what you need or you're not getting what you want, you always absolutely can boost that. That is a water-soluble vitamin as well. And a touch on that also is the multivitamin, I believe, typically has the allotted amount of vitamin B. But just take a look. 
Yeah, definitely. It should. It definitely should. And I will tell you, I want to make my plug for getting back to the multivitamin. I recommend a uh, one called uh, Mega Man from GNC. I think they have, that encompasses for some individuals that are very, um, very active, and it's worked very, very well for me. That, that does include a B complex as well. So. And then we also do B12 shots in the office as well, right? Yep. B12 yeah. shots as well, which again, you know, that can help with weight loss. Uh, it can help expand your metabolism up. Um, it can help with, uh, pushing up MCV, which is a portion of your blood. It can help with like boosting your hemoglobin. So essentially giving you more ability to carry more oxygen. You, you know, you have more energy. There, there's so many benefits to it. And it's in a lot of foods that you can eat, uh, a lot of different meats and things like that. But, uh, I, I think at that point is if you are starting to have symptoms, um, you know, this is where supplements definitely got to come in. Absolutely. Right. <clears throat> Number four for you moving right along. Number four for me is actually number five since we've hit on a couple of them already. Uh, but uh, I say magnesium. Uh, typically, you know, in our low, <clears throat> we have a lot of low intake of magnesium in our diet because we eat a Western diet, right, with all the processed foods. Mm-hmm. It doesn't contain a lot. Um, it doesn't contain a lot of magnesium. So, you know, we we have diminished um, amounts in our body. Uh Typically, I recommend males taking about 400 milligrams and females also taking about 350 milligrams. Common side effects of magnesium, uh, insufficient magnesium or cramps. And how many patients ask us about cramps? I have cramps at night. I have cramps while I'm working, cramps all day. Are you drinking enough water? Are you drinking too much caffeine? It's hard to get a good grasp on it. So a lot of times I'll recommend taking magnesium, specifically if they're out in the sun all day, working all day, sweating all day. Um, I don't know. Is that even on your yeah. list? Well, it's not on the list, but you know, magnesium um, important in my opinion for two two big things. I think like what you had said with with uh, with you have excessive cramping and you know you are properly hydrated. Um, magnesium is a just important aspect for what I would say is like neuromuscular transmission, meaning it allows your muscle to contract the proper way and prevents that, that, that spasm effect from occurring. So if you, people I think refer to as a Charlie horse, uh, magnesium could be an effective tool. Um, but then also for me, you know, being around, you know, sports and weightlifting and things like that, magnesium is extremely important for, uh, helping individuals sleep actually. Uh, and when you sleep, that's the only time that you actually build muscle. So, uh, magnesium is an effective tool to include as far as if you're an athlete out there, you're, you know, a weightlifter or whatever that may be, you want to become more toned. I'm not saying you need to necessarily take magnesium as a supplement per se, but this can absolutely help with gains from that end because you will sleep more effectively, allowing you to build more muscle from that end. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely one I've recommended to quite a few individuals in the past, but it just because they have cramps does not mean you're necessarily a candidate Correct. Um, by any means, but by process of elimination, if you've done the other simple ones, such as hydrating, you mm-hmm. know, proper stretching, things like that, and you're still having the symptoms, then maybe this would be an option for you. So yeah, magnesium, you know, helps again with brain function, bone health, uh, bl- better blood sugar regulation and improved sleep, like you mentioned. So absolutely. All righty. Um, you're up next. What do you have? I think this one very well could be the oldest known uh, supplement that has probably been around for absolutely thousands of years, and that would be called turmeric. Um, turmeric is um, is an extremely uh, potent type of uh, supplement that you can take, and it's not just the turmeric itself. It's a very strong natural anti-inflammatory um, but, it's, but it's not the turmeric that's, that's kind of doing that. It's kind of what's within the turmeric, and that's called curcumin. Uh, and curcumin is, like I said, it has very strong anti-inflammatory effects, and it also has very strong uh, antioxidant. 
uh, effects. And you know, I, I can I've seen this. I remember back in grad school talking about this with with one of our professors in. Um, they had a study that I had read at the time. I don't recall when the study was published or what that may be, but it basically talked about how um, they did a study. It was on, I believe, a thousand different individuals, and they found it to be almost identical as far as the length of time being used in a comparison to an anti-inflammatory drug. Uh, such as like um, like an ibuprofen or something along those lines. So it has extremely, extremely potent anti-inflammatory effects. It's just not necessarily going to work in a one- or two-day basis. If you have this consistently in your diet, you're going to see essentially the same effects as a, as a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drug. I was just talking about this with a patient today right before we came in here, and he asked me a question about turmeric, and I said I do not take the turmeric supplement, but I put it on my food. It's, it's a spice readily available on the shelf. Do you think it's equally as valuable taking it on your food or taking the supplement? What do you, what do you suggest there? You know, I think, you know, certain, certain supplements are absorbed easier into the body uh, based on, you know, what, what you take it with. Uh, so in my opinion, I would totally agree with you as far Same. as bringing it in with. Yeah, I would yeah. say I'd say getting it on the food, would, in my, my opinion, would be easier to do. Um, and you, you add some flavor to it, you add some spice because it is a spice, mm-hmm. um, which you know kind of adds some zest to the food. Uh, so, and you don't have to necessarily think about it when you're having to take a supplement every single day. Yeah, so I, I totally agree with you. On that. I'm trying to think of what it tastes like. I know it's not spicy, so I, most folks can handle it, but there is a little flavor to it. I yeah, from to, from like to uh, it to another one. it's more of a. Um, you find it more so in like, uh, like Indian foods, things like yeah. this, which uh, again have a different type of a spice to them. It's not as strong as curry, but no. it is something more along those lines. Yeah, definitely. But like this has been, I mean, back to uh, you know ancient Chinese, it, this, they've used this for for years. Uh, I mean, there's 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 so many documented. Uh, things that have come from this from a positive standpoint for individuals. And I, I, I bet we could sit here and probably look up a hundred different things. It's extremely important to Yeah, to and it tastes so. good. What's not to like, right? Absolutely. There you go. All right. Do you have any left? Yeah, I think one more I think people should know about um, is, is zinc. Um, and zinc is a, a supplement that is extremely important for – um, my opinion for immune system, uh, probably the most important. Uh, taking zinc, you know, at the start of a, a cold, can, which can shorten the cold by a couple of days. Um, you know, it's important for a, a, a number of different things as far as uh, activating a type of cell in your body called your T cells. Uh, and these T cells are essentially what helps to um, attack uh, affected, or I'm sorry, infected cells or even cancerous cells for that matter. So zinc I, not only can help from, from disease, you know, processes, but I mean, even from you know, chronic uh, abnormalities within the cells, such as like cancer formation. So there, there's multiple aspects to that that are very important. Um, you know, you, people have issues as far as, uh, you know, like retaining things, mental fog, learning, memory. Uh, again, zinc has multiple published studies uh, as far as how, how crucial a role it plays on allowing these neurons to uh, kind of communicate with each other. Um, you know, with wound healing, another big one, uh, very important for that. Uh, again, it helps with the stimulation of that, the neuromuscular synapse, helps to uh, increase the actual healing. Um, it's even been noted, I, I know I, I saw a study years ago, it, it's, it can help with uh, ulcer healing uh, within the stomach as well. So um, some of these some of these medications you can get, or I shouldn't say medications, things you can get in the pharmacy that um, you can do a nose, nasal spray or like a, a thing you can take that says at the first sign of a cold, uh, take this to sh- shorten your cold. You will find the number one thing on there will is zinc for sure. 
So I would say from an immune system standpoint, zinc's probably number one. I think number two is vitamin D. Probably number three, you can talk about vitamin C. Vitamin from, C but yeah. I think uh, I think zinc, in my opinion, is number one Very from good. immune function. I think it's um, a pretty good list. I mean, we did, that's probably eight, maybe yes. seven or eight that, you know, we did there. And um, and those are, and we may not take necessarily every individual one just from a, from a patient advocate standpoint. Those are ones we recommend. Um, I know you probably got one on there that you have a, personally would would like to talk about maybe that you for your own personal benefit i just have some on here that um sort of honorable mentions that i take from time to time um alpha lipoic acid known as ala uh, it's an antioxidant acetylcarnitine acetyl l carnitine and that helps with energy levels which also can be uh, found with vitamin b's uh, b6 is another one and um, the other one that we forget a lot about is folic acid you know, we talk about uh, pregnancies and uh, um, pregnant females are given extra folic acid to help with the uh, development of the, the child in the womb there. But personally, I don't take a lot of the folic acid, but it is important. for. Yeah, pregnancy. I mean, like even, I mean, like cleft palates, uh, mm-hmm. that's that's a direct, fi- the reason Correct. that happens is lack of folic acid. Um, so definitely important. And I think that's pretty, I, I think it's pretty well, you know, screened for, checked for appropriately uh, and in pregnant individuals, but Folic acid, I think, definitely serves. And a lot of these supplements, also, mind you, is different male to female too. Um, but from our perspective, generally speaking, it's uh, the most important ones. Absolutely. Um, what about citrulline? I see that one on your desk from time to time. I've never taken it. I don't know anything about it. Yeah, I think citrulline. Like, so Tell from me my, about it. my background, you know, both of us, from for that matter, you know, weightlifting, working out, sports, and college things like that. Citrulline is a precursor to a. Um, vasodilation a vasodilator so i think people guys that take different types of pre-workouts and stuff like l-arginine uh, it helps to vasodilate the actual blood vessels thus giving more nutrient support to the muscles thus increasing muscle growth uh, l-citrulline is a is a precursor to that it's um works in a very similar manner um it can help with beneficial aspects as far as blood supply and blood flow throughout the body but it also helps with um like I said, promote, promoting muscle and cellular growth, which is extremely important. I just find it to be more um, appropriate for me to take versus L-arginine. Uh, it's not as hard on the stomach, um, and I get a lot of benefits from that. Um, but the only one I, I think I, sh- I want to talk about that and this will wrap up my list is uh, yeah. just general BCAAs, uh, which are branched-chain amino acids. Oh, I forgot um, all about those. There's three three specific ones. There's and these are, If you're going to take anything, this is the number one thing you need to take. I mean, forget the proteins uh, to gain muscle. Forget any of those things that you see. BCAs are the number one things to take, and that's just the uh, the three main ones are valine, uh, leucine, and isoleucine. So those are the that's what's going to build your muscles. Um, so I'm uh, I'm all about uh, I'm all about taking the branched amino acids, specifically maybe halfway through a workout and then right at the end for sure. I take them right after I work out, almost every time. Honestly, it's good for recovery. Um, I'm surprised I actually forgot. It's about a good. This. I mean, it helps actually to hold more <laughs> hydration. So mm-hmm. I mean, if you're chronically dehydrated, this is this is a great starting point. So I think so, it helps with my soreness too. Oh, absolutely. And you and you know, if you see these guys in the gym working out, like these real big guys and these professionals, I you're not going to find one single one of these individuals that's not taking this because again, it helps with recovery. So even if after a, a long walk or something or a long jog, I mean, it doesn't. You don't have to be a weightlifter. It works for anybody. Absolutely. So. Building blocks of protein, I believe, that's is what it. we call them. Absolutely. All right. Well, that concludes our uh, segment here on supplementation. I think we got some very good ones out, and we had some good discussion on this. 
Uh, yeah, and if you guys have questions, uh, I mean, absolutely feel free to reach out to the office, uh, or you can visit the website at DaytonPainRelief.com, uh, uh, or you know, you get like I said, you can contact us. One of the doctors is always willing to get on the phone and kind of give a you know a quick two cents on maybe you have a different supplement that you're interested in. Uh, gladly would 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 kind of explain that and chat with you about it. So, thanks for listening to Adjust Your Life podcast. See you guys. <laughs>